Hi there, I'm your host, Eddie, and you're listening to The Motion, a podcast about examining entertainment law and copyright from an audience's perspective. In this podcast, we'll be covering copyright infringement, music history, intellectual property cases, as well as current legal news and issues in the entertainment industry. I find it's interesting to break down and get into the details of cases and question our current copyright system because it seems like it's not really working for musicians and artists anyway. I started this podcast because I've always been so intrigued by entertainment law. In the music and entertainment industry, the outcomes of trials and settlements can affect the laws and standards that are already in place. And that could change the future of music and film for audiences and artists alike. On this show, we'll be covering historical copyright cases, following current cases and their outcomes to show you how the copyright system is broken. We'll also get into definitions of legal terms, delving into details of record deals, and examining streaming services like Spotify. I want this podcast to be a place to learn about these cases and subjects from an audience and creator's point of view. I want to take a deep dive into entertainment law. As much as I can, I'm not an attorney, but I'll do my best and uncover the details of these cases and laws in this industry and how they affect us. Let's go behind the scenes a bit and see if we can make sense of it all. Let me tell you a story about copyright. Do you remember a time when the infectious melody of Jay-Z's Big Pimpin' was all over the airwaves and the music video was on constantly? If you don't, the song definitely made its mark on rap and pop culture. Did you know that Jay-Z has been sued twice for the exact same single? Jay-Z and UGK's Big Pimpin' vs. Bali Hamdi's composition Kasara Kasara is one of the longest-running lawsuits in copyright infringement history. After spanning a little over a decade, it's one of the most prolonged lawsuits in music I've heard of. Some people have argued that the use of the Kasara sample may be appropriation. Others simply believe that Big Pimpin' is one of the greatest rap singles of all time. In two courts, the meaning of moral rights was argued and became the entire focus of the lawsuit. On October 21, 2015, U.S. District Judge Christina A. Snyder dismissed the copyright infringement case brought against Jay-Z and producer Timbaland by Osama Fami before it could progress to a jury trial in federal court. Judge Christina A. Snyder, who you may recognize from our previous episode, is the same judge from Katy Perry's Dark Horse vs. Joyful Noise case. Judge Snyder explained why she dismissed the week-long trial. Fami lacked standing to pursue his claim. In light of that decision, it will not be necessary to submit to the jury whether Big Pimpin' infringed Kasara Kasara. Jay-Z's track Big Pimpin' was released in the spring of 2000 and featured Texas rap duo UGK. It was a major hit, actually one of the biggest hits from Jay-Z's fourth studio album, Volume 3, The Life and Times of S. Carter. The instantly recognizable hook in Big Pimpin' contains a sample, from a 1957 musical arrangement by Egyptian composer Bali Hamdi. The track Kasara Kasara was composed by Hamdi for the 1960s film Fatah Alami and performed by Abdel Halim Hafez, a crooner-type singer from the 1950s and 60s. Bali Hamdi was a very accomplished composer, writing hits for many Arabic stars during the 1960s and 70s. He passed away in 1993. Since this whole thing starts off with the sample, acquiring rights to a piece of music or a song was up to Timbaland, the producer of the album. It wasn't actually Jay-Z's responsibility in this case. 
Timbaland believed that the sample was public domain at the time, which, if it was, would mean he could use it for free, just as Happy Birthday or Row, Row, Row Your Boat fall under public domain. But it turns out Kasara Kasara was not. On a side note, Timbaland is also a rapper himself, a producer and frequent collaborator with the likes of Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, Nas, and more. Timbaland is well known for using obscure pop samples from other cultures, just as rap and hip-hop in general are known for having a strong relationship with samples. Okay, back to public domain. Public domain in music means that a piece of music is not restricted by copyright, and you don't need a license or have to pay a fee to use that piece of music or part of the song. For music to be in the public domain, the author gave up the song to public domain, the copyright of the work expired, or the work isn't copyrighted by law meaning that it was published without a copyright notice or hasn't been registered for copyright within five years of publication. All works published in the U.S. prior to 1923 are considered public domain, and according to the United States Copyright Office, copyright protection for all works created after January 1, 1978 lasts for the life of the author plus an additional 70 years. So he could use the sample of Kasara Kasara, Timbaland paid $100,000 to EMI Music Arabia for a license to the music. Timbaland did nothing wrong here. This is how most people go about gaining a license for music. They are either granted use or not, and if they are, they pay for that license and can use it however they want. EMI obtained the rights for Timbaland's license in agreement with Hamdi's heirs. This alerted nephew Osama Fami that the song was being used by someone else and possibly being adapted or changed. In 2007, Osama Fami, nephew of Bali Hamdi, filed a lawsuit arguing that Jay-Z and Timbaland did not have permission from the Hamdi family to change Kasara Kasara. He claimed that Timbaland and Jay-Z violated Egyptian moral rights by mutilating the original song. Moral rights in Egypt can be violated when an original music composition is changed or altered in any way, without permission of the owner. Fami also wanted a portion of the revenue made from Big Pimpin, including a percentage of concert profits. It was up to the court to decide whether the heir to Hamdi's copyright, Fami, could actually sue Jay-Z and Timbaland for infringement based on Egypt's moral rights. Moral rights are the right of the author to object to offensive uses of a copyrighted work. There is something that Egypt and other countries recognize as a special relationship between the author and their creative work. This also means that the author of the work has the right to the integrity of the work and can choose who to grant it to. In the U.S., this can be similar but not exactly the same as a derivative work. The U.S. does recognize limited moral rights, but mostly for works of visual art only. This case was sort of strange, because the court had to figure out whether the deal Timbaland made with EMI in the context of Egyptian copyright law violated moral rights. U.S. District Judge Christina Snyder maintained that by Hamdi's heirs granting Timbaland the ability to purchase the license for $100,000, there was a transfer of economic rights. Because of that process, Fami lacked standing to pursue copyright infringement. Fami still argued that as an heir, he should maintain the right to choose who could change Hamdi's composition. Fami's attorney also alleged that Jay-Z and Timbaland didn't ask for Hamdi's family's permission to use Kasara Kasara because they knew that the lyrics to the song were vulgar and risque, as well as the popular music video showing women in bikinis. 
Personally, I don't think that this point had any value whatsoever to the case. Judge Snyder eventually ruled that the lyrics and video were irrelevant to the copyright case, and showing the video could unnecessarily prejudice a jury against Jay-Z. Instead, parts of Big Pimpin' were played in court, but not the entire song. Judge Snyder ruled that Egyptian law did not apply in this lawsuit, and the case should not go to a jury trial, saying that Fami lacked standing to pursue his claim. Her motion to grant a judgment read, This case is a perfect example of the importance of the requirement that a copyright owner be afforded the opportunity to consider any potential sub-license of his copyright. Fami's attorney, Pete Ross, vowed to fight the ruling, saying, We think it's completely wrong and will appeal. And so they did. The lawsuit continued to 2018. The appeal was taken to a federal court in Pasadena, California, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. The issue in this appeal case was whether the deal made by Hamdi's heirs constituted a complete transfer of rights to Kasara Kasara, including the right to create derivative works, or whether Hamdi's heirs retained an inalienable moral right under Egyptian law. In legal terms, an inalienable right is a right that cannot be surrendered, sold, or transferred to another person. The exception to this would be if the rights were transferred with the consent of the person possessing those rights, such as Hamdi's heirs, that possessed the rights to his recordings. Circuit Court Judge Carlos B. understood that moral rights in Egypt could mean a limited moral right to object to distortions or mutilations of recordings. But U.S. federal courts do not recognize moral rights, and Fami lacked standing to sue even if they were recognized in the U.S. because Egyptian law lets people like Jay-Z and Timbaland pay for the right to adapt songs. Even in Egypt, Fami's moral rights would be insufficient to win him anything but an injunction, Judge B. explained. After some back and forth between Fami's attorney and the court, the Court of Appeals ruled unanimously that Fami did not have any legal standing to pursue copyright claims for Kassara Kassara. Circuit Judge Carlos B., upheld the decision made by Judge Snyder in her previous summary judgment. After the decision, headlines all over the internet read, Jay-Z and Timbaland defeat copyright claims, and Jay-Z triumphs again in appeal case. But Fami and his attorney had no comment about the outcome. Finally, there's an end to this long-running case and a second big win for Jay-Z and Timbaland. Interestingly enough, long after Big Pimpin and the court case was over, Jay-Z was working on his book Decoded, and while writing it, he explained that he felt regret about writing some of Big Pimpin's lyrics. When revisiting them, he thought, quote, It was like, I can't believe I said that, and kept saying it. What kind of animal would say that sort of thing? Reading it is really harsh, end quote. The verdict and this whole trial was closely watched by many people, and especially those in the music industry. In fact, I'm still surprised that this case had to go in front of two courts just for the first outcome to be affirmed. This whole thing came to a close with both verdicts in agreement that even if this trial was in Egypt, the laws in both Egypt and the U.S. allow people to pay for the rights to use songs in whatever manner they choose. The outcome of this case matters for musicians and copyright holders because it shows that other countries' moral rights cannot necessarily be protected or enforced through the U.S. legal system. The Motion is written, produced, and recorded by me. Music is by Machinima Sound. Follow us on Twitter at The Motion Pod and on Instagram at Listen to The Motion. Show us support by subscribing to this podcast and leaving us a five-star review. 
Also, if you have any topics or questions you think we should cover on future episodes, please send us an email at themotionpod at gmail.com. Right now, a track I'm really enjoying is described by Perfume Genius. What are you listening to at the moment? Send us a tweet over at The Motion Pod and join us next week for another new episode of The Motion. 